<laughs> oh, the monocle popped on. So, painkiller nearly episode 21. Uh, let me kick it off with our dumb joke. <laughs> a mathematician stumbles home drunk at 3 a.m. His wife is livid. You swore you'd be home at 11.45. No, slurs the mathematician. I said I'd be home at a quarter of 12. Get it? 3 a.m.? Quarter of 12. There it is. Bam. I gotcha. Jokes are better when they need to be explained. Yeah. I, I think that's a terrible joke, and you have really nailed it this week. <laughs> because not because everyone has to think about it just a little bit to even know why it's funny, and then when you get there, you're just left disappointed. That, that's a that's a very bad joke. So come off. Like All right. It. Yeah, finally the, uh, the, <clears throat> the dart's hitting the bullseye. So... How are you? I'm pretty good. And you just mentioned Dart and the Bullseye. Did you happen to catch that darts game where the guy like and let me let me just preface this by saying I don't know how how darts works. I thought yeah, I always aim for the bullseye. Uh-huh. But this guy knows the Olympic rules, I guess, and he's hitting some tiny green slither like in the the 12 o'clock position of the bullseye. And I guess he wins the entire darts game in 9 with nine total darts, he hits that green slither three times in a row, three times, and it's like a perfect game. I didn't know that's how you got a perfect game, but I guess it is, and and I was astounded. Did you, did you see that? Yes. I think there's more than one of them. There were a couple perfect games. Dude, there's got... more than one of them that he's done. Dude, he's check done this out. Check, check. Now, what, he's done that before to that guy before. Dude, the one I saw, the guy got a perfect game, and but the other guy won. You know, to, to hit the nine imperfects in a row... It was like one of 11. I'm not a darts expert. But, dude, I, I learned a couple things about darts with this thing getting popular. And it's it's incredible. So, first of all, it's it's a um, a game which practiced at bars, right? Everyone knows this. So, they get drunk. Well, because they practice drunk, they compete drunk. <laughs> These guys <laughs> are all on their, like, fourth beer as they're playing this game. Even when it's, like, on the line. Even when they like, this is the World Dart Championships. And they're like, glug, glug, glug. Here we go. <laughs> kind of loosen up. Like, it's actually a performance-enhancing drug in their thing. Like, they just loosen up and throw their darts. Um, I think the sliver. Oh, God, someone's going to correct me on this. But it, I think it's triple points. So what he's aiming for is the triple on the 20. And uh, there's more than one play, of course. Some people go for bullseye. Some go for the the triple thing. And then I think other people, you have to get every number, like 1 through 20 or something like that. And that's another rule set. But uh, darts is interesting. I have no dart talent or real experience. But um, No, I I, I wasn't. So as a kid, I was kind of dangerous. Like I liked, (laughs) you know. The Christmas tree could only have ornaments as high as Kyle could reach. Like, if, if I was tall enough to reach an ornament, then that ornament was going to be smashed on the tree. So the tree would have this bare spot up to, like, <laughs> three and a half feet. And then the, then the ornaments would start so that I Because what I'd do is I'd walk by and be like, whoops! And, like, fucking, like... Young Kyle is like shit. having a dog. Go on. Yeah, like, like coffee tables couldn't have anything on them, all that stuff. So, oh, I lost my tra- train of thought. Um, wh- where were darts, with dangerous trees. Oh, the darts. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was never allowed to have like a legit dartboard. Um, I had the, the the really lame one that was just plastic and it stuck between some other pieces of plastic. Like it had uh, lots of holes in it. Yeah, it was lame. It was terrible. So I, I never learned anything about darts. I, I ha- I've played since. Um, and the, the but my coolest dart, dart story is when I went. Uh, there was like a bunch of guys. Um, like spending the night at another guy's house and like um, we play paintball in the day and then uh, we were playing Doom and stuff at night and it just got boring and then we somehow decided there would be some sort of a, a war that involved darts and so we split up in teams of like I don't know how many there were they weren't real teams it was sort of a thing where like three or four of us just grabbed some darts and cornered the other three or four guys and attacked them and there became a dart war in which <laughs> half, half of the group was inside a room on defense, and the other half was outside the room on offense, and there was a dart war, and it had to stop because somebody ended up with a dart stuck in their back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real dart. They were real darts. We were throwing like real legit dart God, darts. Like, that's dangerous. Darts. Yeah, I, we put paintball masks on. Oh well, that gets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Now yeah, I, I figure worst thing that's gonna happen is like I don't know. You get you get a dart in your dick, right? Uh, like like heart maybe. Yeah. 
So I, you know, I kind of kept a hand over my crotch and I slung the fuck out of those darts. I never hit anybody. I'm not good at darts, and people were running and diving. But when mine would hit the wall behind them, they'd really dig in, and I just remember thinking, <laughs> like, like somebody's gonna pay. Like, you know, Do like a gunshot right through the table. <laughs> yeah, I was throwing them way harder than anybody else. I was way too much of the game. Dude, Lozon's. Do you remember we were playing dodgeball? Uh, I think you and Joe, we were playing dodgeball at a paintball event. And I forget what we had. It was like, oh, there were sandbags. You don't remember this? So we were at, we were at a barbecue and we had sandbags. I think they were for that cornhole yes. game, if you know it. Yes, and, uh, I remember now. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. So uh, I, like many swimmers, can't really throw or catch. So dodgeball's not my thing. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like throwing them and people are like catching my fastballs, which is embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, and I'm not really hitting anything. Every now and then I'd miss by like, like, look, if you miss me by like four inches or something, that happens, right? We're not pro pitchers. But if you miss me by like nine feet, like what the fuck were you just doing? That was happening to me, but but Joe. It's hard to throw those things, dude. Not for Joe. Joe, all the <laughs> like. First of all, he doesn't give a fuck if you hit him, right? That's not an issue. You know, it, like you'll you'll do the manly thing where you don't dodge. He won't dodge. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. And then he throws it back at Mach one, and it's like fuck. Dodgeball against professional athletes sucks all the fun out of this. Who'd have guessed? And I think you were the other. Like, were you a baseball player or something? Didn't. I, you yeah, were the guy, right? Who kept playing? It, yeah, I played a little bit. I, I, I played baseball. I, I wouldn't call myself a baseball player, but I know how to throw a ball. Well, it was me. It was like this chubby guy from Ireland. It was, I forget who else. Maybe, I don't remember who else was there. Maybe T-Mart. You and, uh, and Lozon. And it ended up being you and Lozon who were, like, everyone else just sort of got out of the way. And you and Joe kept throwing you know, heat at each other. Yeah, that's been a while ago. That was fun. I remember I walked into the screen door of that uh, of the house. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> it was like we were like on an outside patio area doing like a barbecue thing, and there was one of those screen doors, and it was fucking invisible, and I walked right into it. That was that was damage it. No, no, it was no. just well, maybe I might have broke it actually. Yeah. I, my dog they, ran through a screen door once. It was never the same. Those guys are fucking millionaires. They'll buy a new door. Yeah, that house is that all new. from paintball? Um. The um the younger brother the Paul um all his money is from paintball he he, he um that's all he does mm -hmm. and the father that's that's his main source of income as well but the younger brother the one who had adopted those Asian children he mm -hmm. uh, which I bet that's expensive he uh he runs some sort of a um an aeronautics uh, company they they um it's not that's not the right word it's a helicopter and private plane rental or something like that. Like they charter flights and hmm. they've, got, they've got a lot of helicopters and private planes, uh, so he does well too. It seems so, like yeah, they're buying your door. It seems like it wasn't that capital intensive to make that paintball field. The the land it's sitting on, um, from what they said, was pretty expensive. Maybe that's the deal. Because I was like, dude, you, I could make a place. You know, it, it's like what fifty minutes from Chicago. Yeah, that's about right. I could do twenty minutes from Raleigh. And get that much land, then it wouldn't be so bad. Having said that, Raleigh's not Chicago, you know. I don't. I don't think that's a very. I don't think it makes as much money as. I don't know. It, I keep. She keeps saying that it doesn't make money, but then I see them with money. Yes, and, clearly they live in a style, a lifestyle most people would envy. Yeah, they're really having a good time. Even uh, when I first met Paul, he had a very nice, uh, like, condo. Uh, and and he was driving a different, very nice Mercedes then. Like he's got a newer, nice Mercedes now, and I just don't feel like that's a. I feel like they're doing well at, at, yeah. at the paintball thing. So maybe it doesn't make money for everyone. Maybe it's just the owner of the paintball field makes makes off pretty good. Did you see that story about the guy who bought a truck for seventy five dollars? And all right, so this guy thirty eight years ago bought a truck and I think the truck was like 18 years old at the time for 75 bucks and then he drove it for the next 38 years and he's retiring now $75 truck that he's gotten 38 years out of it made my frugality seem like so lightweight I was like man I can't believe I might get a truck next year as, as Hope learns to drive perhaps perhaps I'm being a bit spendy I don't know but 
and his truck was a wreck too i he should have made it nicer like if you're gonna have a 38 year old truck at some point you, like he had duct tape all over the upholstery and yeah, that thing's retarded it was that seems rusting stupid. And right i bet that's not that, that just seems stupid and that, that's it's like some forrest gump shit it's what that is. That's something that a retarded person would do. <laughs> it still runs, Gen A. Yeah. Like, it, it, no, no. Just get a new fucking truck. It, it didn't have a radio. It didn't have heat. Like it wasn't yeah. nice enough, you know. It, but, you gotta have. You gotta have some basic shit. Like like a radio isn't asking for for too much. Like like some basic shit. At some point, like why do you install a radio? You know, because you want to yeah. have a radio. You could drop that in. Um, new. He had bench seats. I'm sure he like. For a $300 investment, he could have had nice seats. Like, it just seemed... It was it was pretty extreme. But on the other hand, 75 bucks for 38 years, like... You know how much he Where saved? Where did the rest of his money go? Like, like, like that, that's one thing. If he, if he said, for the last 38 years, I've, I, I've you know, the $75 was my initial investment. You know, there's been some repairs over the time, but I don't have more than $500 in the car that's been driving me around for the last 38 years. And the savings are in this IRA fund, or like, or like, are here, right. or there. Like, like he had like calculated and he had extracted. I've lived in this money. house. I put my kids through college, and you know, all because but, I haven't been buying. But cars. little Timmy here, Timmy, who lost his parents in the Ferris wheel accident, <laughs> the carnage of 1972. Like I put him through college, and like, like if he had done something with the money, I'd be convinced. But when he, but when he says something like that, I feel like it's almost a publicity stunt or something. Like the guy who eats two Big Macs a day for the last 25 years. Like, really? Every day? You didn't miss one? Mm, I, I mean, he had the truck. I don't know. It just... He had the truck. <laughs> <laughs> he had proof, right? He had the truck. He had no what other car. What if he's car. just keeping it in the garage? What if he just keeps it in the garage and he puts some more duct tape on it and he goes in there every now and then roughs it up a little? <laughs> it's Meanwhile, possible? he's driving a Dodge Caravan around but, town. Like, everyone seemed to imply that that was the truck he drove all the time. And everyone knows when Bob's coming and, you know, that's Bob's <laughs> truck. And I'll tell you, the thing was, like, worked. Like, it didn't look nice. It looked like he drove, like, it had, he had a lot of use on it. It wasn't well, nice at all. I think that's frugal. There used to be a uh, a man in my little ant neck of the woods. At least he come through here every year or so. Called the Goat Man. Now the Goat Man was mm. this old hillbilly who lived up in the North Georgia mountains, and he'd ride down south to like do his business once a year, whatever the fuck that means, in a wagon pulled by a team of goats. <laughs> the Goat Man. He he traveled by goat. It, I, and, he, and from what I'm told, he looked a little bit like uh, the wizard from um, the Hobbit films. Uh, oh, okay. The one with the bird shit Gandalf. all over himself. Who, no, no, the one with oh, the bird oh, shit. Oh, the one with the... Being, oh, wow. The rabbits. Remember the one who yeah, being pulled yeah, by yeah. the rabbits? Think, imagine that guy, except he's a hillbilly and they're goats. And, and now, I mean... He's definitely got less, uh, less money in his transportation. And I bet if, you know, if he wants to, he'd pick off one of the herd and eat them, milk them. I'll tell you, so there is a debate right now as to whether horses would be better for the environment than cars. You know, you'd think it's a no-brainer. Like, dude, cars are terrible. They, they pump out all these emissions, the oil trade, et cetera, et cetera. But we also know, like, steak is terrible. Like, in terms of, like, the impact on the environment and all the methane those farting cows produce and... and it's, like, it's both ends. Is it belching too? Okay. So, yeah, apparently eating steak is very much not green. It's not environmentally friendly. If yeah. you apply that to horses, dude, a horse might be worse than a car. And by the way, my car right now is not doing anything. Like, it's just sitting in the driveway. If I had a horse, it'd be out there farting. You know, here's the, the, the thing I wonder. I think that the reason, one of the main reasons that the cows are so, uh, and, uh, are so make so much methane uh -huh. is because... Um, uh, they had those those ruminating uh, stomachs right. that you need all those extra gases. Does, do horses have that same uh, gastrointestinal thing going on? Do they I have don't a rumen. Think so I think a it passes. Like, I think a rumen is like you know it's like the eight chambered stomach, and the rumen is the first one where it stores the cud, and then they like cough it back up and chew it like fucking uh, cows do. I don't think I see horses doing that. I don't think horses do like... that. As a matter of fact, you know, cow poop, as you probably have seen cow poop, it's like really processed slime puddle of baby food. awfulness. Baby food, yeah. Cow poop, on the other hand, is Horse practically poop. unprocessed, looking like oats and hay coming out the other yeah. side. 
Yeah. So that's why I think that they're not like eat, you know redigesting it and going a couple pro. That stuff hardly mm -hmm. finishes by the time it passes through. Yeah. So perhaps horses aren't as environmentally impactful as cows mm -hmm. are. Could be. I don't know. Makes I mean, I, I'm guessing. Have you ever eaten horse? No. Have you? Um, I've had some salami that that had horse in it. Hmm. I think uh, I think that's like one of the ingredients. I would think horses are a very expensive ingredient, worse than cow. It's a lean meat. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, you, I you would try deer. I have to make that happen. I have no idea. I, what... I have like, I could make that happen. I've got like, I've got frozen bricks of it. Really? I got lots, yeah. I got hamburger and steaks and yeah. Dude, the, an electrician good. wrote to me on Painkiller already. Now, as you know, I've been getting quotes for generator installs, and the main pieces of hardware for a generator install, for the smaller one, the, the panels and the generator combined to like six grand, and for the bigger one, it's like, I don't know, 10 grand or something. And then the overall quotes are coming in at 14 and 25 grand. Like, it just feels like there's a ton of labor. I know it's not all labor, right? There must be, like, smaller wires and wire nuts and stuff like that. But the big pieces, it's like, it's certainly not, what did I say, 6 to 14? For 8 grand, I bet there's another 1 tops in materials. And then the the rest is all labor. So this guy yeah. is an electrician, and he wrote to me on, on Reddit and said that you know he was a fan and that if i needed advice that he would like coach me just to make sure i'm not getting robbed on this thing and then he said hell i'd go out there and do the labor if i could hang out with you and kyle it's like oh maybe <laughs> i'll take him to go laser tag with kyle and i next trip <laughs> will you how did i get roped into this what kind of compensation does kyle get like i, I could use some electrical work around the house too <laughs> how about this how about we do some laser tag with Woody? You hook him up with a generator. Then you come on back to Kyle's house. I got a few things you can do around here. And then we'll hook him up again. We'll go. So here's the deal, right? You'll come to my house, tractor rides, laser tag, generator install. Then all four of us go to Kyle's house. Electrical work, right? Some sub panel no, installed. Was... And then we shoot guns. No. <laughs> Why not? I was teasing. I guess I will show up for his generator trip, but... I guess I feel like I'm being used, though. I feel like I'm the I'm some sort of generator currency. <laughs> I feel like you're whoring me out for generator currency. We, we, we can make it like a five day trip, right? We'll, we'll come by my house. We'll get some stuff done. We'll go have fun. Laser tag, tractor rides, and then we'll go to your house. We'll get the the, the basement finished out, and we'll shoot some uh, weapons. I think I've actually got. I, I don't honestly don't think I need any electrical work done. Oh I need some, well. Does he do, does he do drywall? Uh, does he? How about hardwood? Can he lay hardwood? I think he, he said he was an electrician, but I can. I'm bad at. I mean, I'm. I can help. Maybe he could be. He could. No, I don't actually want to do anything. I. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't suggesting up. that we all team up on this or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that. Uh, uh, at all. Um. <laughs> Dude, uh, are you ready for a new topic? Yeah, let's hear it. John Jones. Do you, you know who John Jones is? The 205-pound light heavyweight champion in the UFC? Yes. He uh, he tested positive for cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. So um, It's a hell of a drug. It's hard to tell who his toughest opponent ever has been. You know, I, I think the fight before this one was probably his toughest. And this guy, just stylistically, it, I'm going to mess this up. Gustafin, something close to that. Um that guy gave Jones a real hard time. Jones said Gustafson? he did this. But if you say so, I don't Mispronouncing things is my thing. I'm just going to say that more often. So I like uh, it. <laughs> anyway, just the way this the guy mashed up, the guy had lots of lateral movement and long limbs, and that made what like Jones's plan A not work very well. But Jones was able to beat him with his plan B. This other guy comes. He's a wrestler, Olympic caliber, amazing, and... Uh, Jones didn't really do what he usually does so well, which is like keeping him at range and kicking him in the legs and stuff. Instead, he wrestled with the Olympic wrestler, and he beat him at that. I was like, well, god damn. But now it turns out he's got a bit of a coke issue, and he entered rehab. And uh, I think it's more like... Now, now, is it that he's got a bit of a coke issue, 
or is it that he tested positive for cocaine and now he has to to appease the UFC he has to go to some sort of rehab <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, it could be exactly what you said. Uh, I had that same thought process, but he got busted. Like uh, on a random test, he just happened to have coke in his system. And uh, it could be that he got busted the first time he did coke. Or it could be that he does enough coke that if you test him randomly two or three times, you'll probably catch him on a coke day. Yeah, so Coke's out of your system after like three days. 30 hours, so, I read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so and, and it tends to be super well, fast in, in uh, high metabolism people, like a pro athlete. So this guy uh, is low body fat, high metabolism, working his buns so, off. Still so he, did, he most likely he most either likely did cocaine coke the day night. he was tested, <laughs> the night while he was being tested. <laughs> yeah. They're like... Please, Mr. Jones, could you sit still? We, we're trying to get that blood supply. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Wait, wait. All right, now. Yeah, go ahead. I should be good. I should be good. This guy, uh, he's, he's doing coke. You know, what do you say? It's a thing. Uh, I, for me, I like him more than ever. Not because of the coke, but because of his last fight. I am totally you know, Jones in for Jones. I like this guy. He, it, here's what happened. He has been trying to give the people what they want, but not necessarily being himself for a long time. And I'm sympathetic to this, you know, the calls of how fake he is, because everybody's a lot of different people, right? Like it, when you're at the dinner table with your mom and dad, you're probably a slightly different version of Kyle than when you're at your dinner table with the, like a girlfriend or a slightly different version than with you with the guys, etc. So when Jones would be like, you know, hey, respectfully, I think that I can do this or that. Everyone's like, dude, you're not respectful. Inside, you want to kick his ass, which is probably true. He's just trying to be nice about it, and you're calling him fake for it. And I was always sympathetic to that. Lately, though, he's gone full heel. Like, he, he beat this guy, Daniel Cormier. Cormier and uh, he beat Daniel Cormier. And they're interviewing him afterwards, and and uh, Cormier, by the way, has a habit of like crying after he loses. It happened in the Olympics. It happened at NCAA championships. There's a UFC title fight, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I just beat him." And um, I hope he's back there crying right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's back there crying right now, shedding tears. Good. <laughs> you know, he's a, he sold. His name is John Bones Jones. Bones is his nickname, and. Uh, Cormier's like battle shirt and walkout shirt and stuff was uh, break bones. And he's like, all you guys that bought those break bones shirts, return them. Get a refund. Here's an unbreakable shirt that I'm selling. And it's like, go, Jones. And it was just like, you know, and, and he danced on his grave a little bit. And the thing is this. Before the fight, DC, his opponent, said, I'm not just going to beat this guy. I'm going to rid mixed martial arts of him. I am going to beat him, and then he'll know that he's beatable. And because of the legend that he has, they're going to give him an immediate rematch, and I'm going to beat him again. And after that, he'll be mentally broken, and he'll never be the John Bones Jones that you know right now. That guy is about to end, and I'm about to end it. Wow. Yeah, right? So <laughs> you're like, ah. And, and, and you know, Jones is, John Jones is like, dude, I'm, like, I'm going to do everything in my power to break you. I'm going to crush you in that octagon. And DC is like, everything in your power is not enough. Remember, it's over for you. Remember the Key and Peele sketch? Yeah, yeah that's guy, great. Yeah. Guy, yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, you're laying in the hospital bed, paralyzed, and your family gathers round and they cry. You will know. And he's just like, the other guy's like, don't get a crazy person. Don't get an actual <laughs> crazy person to fight me because that's not fair, not for him or me. <laughs> So, like, dude, so anyway, their trash talk before this fight was was on a whole other level, and it was true. It's not always true. Sometimes they find a thing to needle each other with, etc. These guys really don't like each other all the way down to the core. And after Jones beat him, I'm glad he didn't do what George St. Pierre did, which is say, like, oh, it was all a game. I really respect him. I feel differently about him. No, Jones was like, I hope he's back there crying. 
get my t-shirt now and it was like yeah jones I, I, it's <laughs> combat you get to win you won you clearly won you beat him four out of the five rounds no one's disputing the decision you know his mom is going to look at that fight and be like yeah my son just lost sorry uh and when you win you you get to win you earned it it's combat Kick yeah, him. I was gonna ask. I didn't. I didn't catch the fight. I don't know what I. I watched something else. I watched a movie. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember what I watched. But I was gonna ask who won that fight. So I'm glad he won. I, I like champions. I don't care. Um. I, I like winners. I like champions. I guess everyone does. Mm -hmm. We all want to see someone, you know, win, win, win eight in a row or ten in a row or whatever it is that makes the, you know, that sets a new record or the new bar. That's what you always want to see. It's, it's uh, neat to see that. I have a a couple like. You know, one of the things in, in UFC that I really like is active champions. And Jones fights twice a year. Last year, he got an injury, so he fought once. But That was he, a serious injury, too. Like, yeah, like, it, was a, it was a knee. God damn, that was awful. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of the toe. Dude, oh, that yeah. didn't even slow him down. He fought six months later. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I wouldn't have walked for six months. <laughs> That's why I like him. I, I just Dude. want my champs to fight. That's all I ask. Please fight just twice the... a year. So this guy fought once in 2014, but he fought like January 3rd in 2015. And he says he's going to fight three times this year. So we'll still get four fights in two years. If a champ is fighting and defending his belt, go, go, go. If we've got a champ like Anthony Pettis, you know, who seems to break all the time, he's fragile as fuck. I hope we get a new champ, you know, someone who'll defend it. And just to be clear, like the, the injury I was talking about earlier was he ripped his big toe off, basically. Yeah. It was dangling by skin. The bone was snapped. <laughs> it was horrible. Most of the flesh. It was just the skin. And I thought they would, oh, it was so bad. And he twisted it off. He tore it off. He twisted it off on that mat because he's so powerful. Oh, that was so terrible. Uh, I've got a picture of it right here. Have you ever beaten someone so furiously that you twisted your own toe off? Oh, dude. <laughs> so the, the, the Patreon guys watching this on video are looking at his toe right now. If I'm you're not, not a Patreon kidding. guy, by the way, uh, patreon.com slash PKA. It makes you bigger, taller, stronger, and sexier. And you get yeah, video. Yeah, and, and you wouldn't be listening to this a week after everyone else. Yeah, That's you, you get it immediately. Thing. So, um, yeah, dude. So, so Jones wants Cerrone, Cowboy Cerrone. <laughs> He fought this guy, and uh, here's the backstory. Miles Jury fights Diego Sanchez. Diego lost, and Miles was like, you know, I think people are going to be surprised at how easy I made this look. It really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I beat him easily. Something close to that. Cerrone is the loser's training partner, and he's like, oh, that's disrespectful. Give me some Miles Jury. And he calls Dana White and says, I want Miles Jury. Give me this guy. I'm going to kick his ass for the shit that he said. Anyway, they get in, and uh, Miles Jury tried to turn it into a grappling contest in the first round and just got smashed, almost got subbed. So, turns out Cerrone's grappling game is better. So that he spends the next two rounds running away, just going backwards, putting on his Nikes, jogging backwards all fight long, trying to avoid damage. <laughs> In the last, like, minute of the fight, Miles Jury finds himself on his back, and Cerrone starts beating the fuck out of his legs. Um, I'm going to look for it on... <laughs> I want to see this. His legs? Yeah. Uh, dude, it, it you give was... Give him a leg pounding. They're, they're going down as fuck you kicks, right? The guy <laughs> was on the ground, the fight was over, and he's kicking his, his legs... Uh, it, it, like I've never seen this done before. Let me see. It sounds like he was just trying to cause pain. Oh yeah, he was just beating the crap out of him. I'm sure I can find this. Um, <laughs> let me see That's if awful. I can find this. Uh, I'm finding still images. It'll happen. It'll happen for sure. God, these still images are even great. But let me see. Oh, wait. I, wait let's go to video. Uh, let me see. Uh,
Ah, it's an interview. God damn it. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll find it later. I'm interested in seeing this. So he just... Oh, wait. Just... I found it. Here. We'll watch it together. Alright. Now, I'll warn you. They added Indiana Jones whip sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that better. <laughs> Are you ready? I am at zero. Ready, set, play. Oh, that was so good. Oh, oh, I love that. I love it so much. Yeah, it was great. Oh, God, I'm crying. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. So he, <laughs> that he was so much better than you described it. That, that was, oh, that's great. Oh. Oh, that was hilarious. So, uh. He kicked the shit out of him. And not just, he was kicking his, like, calves, his shins, his, his thighs. thighs. Yeah. His, like the bottom part of his ass, like like his yeah. entire leg. He was getting as much of it as he could and, and kicking as fast as he could. <laughs> he was like left, right, and the guy on the ground was trying that like it didn't hurt. But every now and then he'd grimace. He just like <laughs> like you could tell they really fucking hurt. <laughs> oh, that must have been terrible. And the ref the ref is just watching like, like eh, you know, whatever, man, you know. Yeah, this is the UFC. <laughs> Whip that, him. <laughs> <laughs> that job you're doing is hard. So and the oh. hat at the end. <laughs> yeah, he always wears that hat, man. It's Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Cerrone. I thought, they, I thought they, they photoshopped that in. Oh, God, he was actually wearing the hat. He always wears that hat. Yeah, that's his hat, man. He, his, his nickname is Cowboy. I thought they were making an Indiana Jones reference. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, that I think that part was real. That's even funnier. Cerrone's badass, <laughs> man. He's funny. Apparently, he doesn't train that hard. He just lives like a really super active lifestyle. And, uh, you know, does fight camps. I don't know. That's, that's great. Well, you, you might argue he cross trains really hard if that's, yeah, you know. kicked the shit out of that guy. Dude, yeah. He, I, I, that guy's <laughs> legs will be nothing but bruises now. Like, like, all up and down his legs and calves, it's just black and blue. You know it, it is. If people don't know, like, when a pro fighter kicks you with his shin like that, it's a little bit like an amateur dude hitting you with a baseball bat. Like it, it, it's a comparable kind of injury and damage, and he was just beating the crap out of him. It was pretty cool. It was a good fight. Yeah, yeah. They, they, he was kicking him so fucking hard. <sighs> you could hear them. So I'm trying to think of what else is new, I, dude. In my head, the whole cable situation is zipping forward. But when I give status updates, it's like, dude, when did we do the last PKN? Was it like? Six days ago or something? Five days ago. Five last days ago. Friday. Yeah. So in five days, Thursday. it went from. Yeah. I'm sure they got my payment to, I've confirmed they've got my payment. Five days, bam. How are we rocking and rolling for you? Huh? Is that good? But but that's where it is. They're going to send people out now on site to, like I guess, take another look before they send construction people. And uh, they talked about it being installed this week. It's the 6th as I say this. But I think the reality is maybe they come out this week and install sometime after that. Well, has there been any more progress on the paint situation? The painter comes out the 8th. <clears throat> and uh, the thing is, Jackie hasn't given him, like, the final colors. So I'm like, what is he going to do? <laughs> you know, like, oh, is the 8th He's going to tape everything off, like, like... It could be, yeah. And there's some, there's some um, carpentry work to be done, like, like... I don't know. The, all the old owners had put a TV there, so patch those holes and, and stuff. like that. So that's going to happen. And... Um, and I, I guess we'll maybe they'll go by the colors that day. Jackie's picked out all the colors. It's just not like firm. For example, the navy blue she picked, I think when you put it on a wall, it looks kind of blackish. So she needs to like adjust it. So there's mm. just tweaks. But whatever. Painting starts on the 8th. I think the 8th and the 9th it'll get done. Uh, I hired an electrician to help me run some Ethernet cables. And we got you, stuff uh, rolling. Did you do any, any cool paints? Did you, did you do like a chalkboard wall anywhere or anything interesting like that? No. That'd be cool in the kitchen, wouldn't it? Like, like one of those chalkboards, you know, maybe a cube. That'd be cool. I like I that stuff. I like, I like, I like, I like paints that do more than just look yellow or green. 
I don't think uh, we did anything like that. I mean, we've got some colors. Like Hope's, I think, is painting her bedroom cream circle orange (laughs) or something. And do do you have any uranium glass in your new home? That's (laughs) that's very hot right now. Yeah, no uranium glass is yesterday. We need bad neighbors (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. Do you have any bad neighbors? I'm pretty happy with my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. We're the bad neighbor. No karma for you. We're the bad neighbor. We uh we moved in and immediately (laughs) broke the sweet girl's arm. So go karts doing shit. Oh wait, you broke. Oh, you did break her arm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hope was Drake taking her for a ride. She flipped the go kart. The girl was so nice. All night long, she had a broken arm, and she hung out with us and didn't want to be a bother. <laughs> it's like speak up, sweetheart. Oh man. So um. So that's a thing. Uh, I hope she's <laughs> feeling better. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we are the bad neighbors, I guess. I did. I did think that uranium glass was cool. I'm, I kind of amazingly want cool. Is it dangerous? No, I, I don't think that's a thing. I, I think that, and I think you have to ex- expose it to UV light before it will do that as well. So but it was I think really part neat. of this, it is really neat. It glows green. You know, it's it looks magical. Yeah, I love I love the one-upsmanship that came. Like first there was one glass, and the guy was like, "You think that's cool?" Look at my grandma's collection, and she had like 14 pieces. And the guy was like, "You think that's cool? Look at my look at my masterpiece collection." And he had like a cabinet full of this shit, mm-hmm. like like a this, like a museum quality collection. Yeah, until eventually there's like this commercial uranium glass production facility. Like, it was, can you still Remember, get that uranium what? glass? Yeah, I, I yeah, you can buy it like like right now off Amazon, I think. Like. It's. I looked at it. I like quickly Google searched it on my phone. Saw it was purchasable, and then lost interest. Let me see how much this stuff actually costs. <clears throat> Last, it's been treated. Oh, here we go. Oh, here's Vaseline opalescent glass tumbler. Yeah, is this fake? Here's antique knife rest holder. Here's. That looks real. Yeah. Oh, and here's some other stuff. Like this is like a Sherbert depression glass. Yeah, the Hocking Block Optic Green Champagne Sherbert glass. And you have to put it under a black light, like you said. Uh-huh. And it comes with those. It comes with the glass uh with the lights and stuff. This or one's links for lights. From the nineteen twenties. It's almost a hundred years old. Cool. Hmm. So yeah, if you wanted some uh, some uranium glass, you could make that happen. Dude, Amazon's I, I, awesome. Can I, can I give you my Amazon experience? I was sure. I was buying a new case for my PC because I want to rack mount it, and uh, you know it, it's via Prime, and I I buy it, and it it start you like I view the tracking, the shipping tracking, and on December thirtieth, it just like gets stuck for a while, like it's not going, and it goes all the way to the fifth, and. Um, I'm like, damn, you know, like I get there's holidays and everything and maybe they took a couple days off and then it stretched out or a couple days off and then that hit the weekend. So I can see why it didn't move. Then all of a sudden I get a refund. I'm like, what the hell? You know, a refund? Like, why? And uh, I call up and then I go to like buy it again or, you know, because I still want it. And the price is going up by 30 bucks. So I call Amazon and I get customer service and I'm like, look, I I feel like you guys did me wrong and I'm going to see if you can make it right. I explained just what I explained to you. I bought this. They shipped it. Somewhere in mid-shipping, they just turned around and gave me a refund. And she's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't really say why that happened or whatever. And she's like, I'll tell you what. I will credit your account 30 bucks. You can buy it again at the old price. Hmm. Well, damn. What else do you want? Yeah. You know? I Yeah, Amazon's really cool about that stuff. I saw, I saw like a tale on Reddit where what had happened was... Um, I guess his package had been stolen off his front porch, mm-hmm. and Amazon Amazon refunded his money for that. Huh. It's not even their fault. It's got nothing to do with them. Yeah. So I'm <clears throat> soon, soon. Yeah. It's a good company, I guess. I'm super happy. Dude. You ever seen those uh, warehouses? How enormous they are. Yeah, and they've got neat stuff. They have like scooters and like segways and things to help them get around. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, um, now Jackie and I went furniture shopping today. We're, we're it, you know, it turns out stuff takes a little while to get delivered. So even though we don't have the paint done yet, it's like we can buy furniture. It won't come this week anyway. I'm getting close. 
So we started doing things like that. How much uh, how much furniture are you get? How much furniture are you replacing? Um, almost half. Like we've got Ooh. some crappy stuff. For example, like the bed Jackie and I have is like some crappy stuff that you could make sets out of for Woody's Lab videos, so that you, so that you <laughs> find out what flamethrowers would do to people sitting on couches and such. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you could you could take an airbag out of a car and like stuff it into the seat of a couch and. Dude, I could something. go. I could talk furniture. Like our our the master bedroom thing that we have right here is not even a bedroom set. Like you know, like like something a poor person might have that little metal frame with no headboard and no footboard, just a mattress sitting on it. That's mm -hmm. how we sleep at night. Um, too frugal. Uh, let's see. Colin and Hope are bringing their existing bedroom set. Uh, we're gonna get a new set for the guest room. Um, the kitchen table, like. Uh, sorry, dude. I'm on a call. Um, uh, and getting a new kitchen table. The one we have now, like, dude, we got a new kitchen table. And then within, like, three hours of it being new, someone spilled acid on it and, like, ruined the top. <sighs> well, thanks. Now it's crappy. What, did, you have, did you have fucking aliens? Stop it! Stop it! I. How do you, like... Say no to a call. From where? Is it a It's is an it a iPhone. Or a, uh, oh, the side button. Yeah. So um, uh, we, we need a bunch of new furniture, and, and some of the stuff doesn't fit. You know what we want to have? In the master bedroom, they sell this like TV lift cabinet. So at the foot of your bed is a, a cabinet, and the TV rises out of it. <clears throat> and you, well, I thought you were going with the projectors. We were, but the master bedroom is so long that I'm not sure a projector is still the right way to go. Like, it could be. Is there a big wall though? Could you do like a? The wall has doors wall. on it, so the, the, right. there's two doors entering the master bedroom. Like they, like we have double doors and they both fold out, and uh, so the screen would go down in front of the doors, which is doable, but I'm not sure I want that. Mm. And okay. So maybe a magic TV coming out of the bed would be more convenient. Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. And I think the experience of like a, I don't know, fifty-five inch TV like rising from the foot of the bed would still be pretty cool. Yeah, I think the TV needs to be at least as wide as the bed is wide. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm serious. I'm serious now. Like, like if you get like, imagine this. This would be all right. It's so, a California king bed. It's a big dude, TV you're talking stick about. Stick with me. All right, stick with me here. So the what the. The problem with those curved TVs is that you have to be sitting right in the uh, in the zone, uh, know, right? The yeah, yeah. Parabellum of the, mm -hmm. the the viewing aperture, as it were. You have to be sitting right in the center to like get the full effect. And if you're off to the side, it's not as nice at all. Maybe that would be cool when coming out of your event, but maybe that's not 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 possible. You're getting a California king, or you have a California king. We have a queen. We're going to a California king. Oh my! Yeah. So you're going up. That, that's going to be a big step up. I want to do that as well. I've been thinking about that. I've been a queen forever, and I just realized one day, and I was just like, "Why am I in a queen? Like, <laughs> but it's such an expensive mattress. Like, like my bedroom suit was like thirty-eight hundred dollars or something, and I hate to do that. Like, like once I've done it, I hate to do it again. I don't know how I ended up with a queen, but it's a queen. Our bedroom that we live in today wouldn't really fit a much bigger bed. Maybe one of the kings i think a king is not as long as a california king but it's even wider and that would fit okay maybe but um in the new room a queen would look weird it'd be like a pinpoint or something like it, it, yeah. it sort of requires a more magnificent bed what about and a water bed what about what about a water bed is that even cool i don't know we've got dogs <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna pop our bed oh, that would be the worst uh, it and pop it. that's part of why we want the king because like like i feel like a queen is plenty big for jackie and i but you throw a couple great danes in there <laughs> it's packed all of a sudden you're like you're all curled up and everything of course the great danes are fine but uh yeah there's there's no room I was watch. I just watched an episode of The Office, or rewatched rather. It was the one where <clears throat> Michael is with Jan, and uh, they have Jim and Pam over for a dinner party. I know where you're headed. And they get, they get a tour of the house, and he, and he shows them the bed. And he's like, "Yeah, it's a king size bed," and 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 they're like, "Oh, it's a lovely foot like like cushion or something like at the end of the bed." And he's like, "Oh, and that's my bed." <laughs> <laughs> Jan has. Jan has space issues or something, <laughs> something like that. And so he sleeps down at the foot of the bed on this little, like, 
I don't know, like Ottoman, basically. It's like an Ottoman. He curl, He's like, but I fit just fine. And he gets on it and curls up. And he looks like what people look like when they have to sleep at the airport or on a bench <laughs> or something. You know, you try to curl up in the fetal position. And they're like, this is my, my flat screen TV. And it's like a 19-inch <laughs> monitor. Plasma. Plasma. He's like, I, it wasn't 19. It, it, it was one of those TVs that they put in the backseat of cars. And it's... <laughs> It wasn't even that big. It was legitimately like a six or eight inch monitor, something like that. Like it was like this. Yeah. And he's and he's like, check it out. It was because it was on like a, a hinge or something. He's like, you know, if there's a lot of people in the room, and he like pops it back in. It, it moves a quarter of an inch. He goes, you just push it back in. Makes makes some more space for the room. <laughs> oh, that show sad. was great. I know you weren't a big fan, but no, I'm a huge fan. I love it. I thought you didn't like I Michael Scott. Michael Scott. I. I don't like Michael Scott. I, I, I liked everybody else, though. And, and wow. I tolerate Michael, and he's funny some of the time. But after he left, I enjoyed it even more, I think. Like, like most people hate those episodes. I like the last couple seasons. I like all the, the seasons, seasons right? yeah. I thought they did. Uh, yeah, the only show that really got bad, Scrubs. Did you see the last season of Scrubs? Oh, no. After after actors started dropping off, I, I left. Yeah. They, they switch it all over and the doctors became like professors and they were like students and they wanted to like reboot the whole thing and and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Scrubs. Wow. Yeah, that sounds bad. terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, ER was one that they, they did a pretty good job of rebooting that thing. Like, Yeah. One actor at a time, keeping it fresh, moving along. They, they, it started out and they had, uh, you know, George Clooney was the star of that show. And uh, Julianne uh, Margulies. Uh, and, you know, those were big actors. That guy from Revenge of the Nerds and Top Gun. Mark Green, is that his name? Maybe that was his show. Yeah, yeah the bald guy. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was in there for a long time. He was mm -hmm. on for like 10 or 12 years. And then, like, you know, as they lost their George Clooney's, they would bring in a John Stamos and keep the show going. Yep. That was a good show. And it was neat to see the actors get promoted and stuff. I guess the characters get promoted, you know, as they exactly. like, you know, this this head guy would drop off and then suddenly Clooney's got his job. I'm like, oh, neat, you know. Yeah. I so. like that in shows. I've been watching The uh, the Shield lately. I hadn't, uh, I'd never watched it from the beginning. I started watching Californication. I, dude, just this second, I caught on that it's a play on fornication, like sex. I always thought like Californication, like the process of turning more California, like, like, you know, I don't know, like occasion, right? Like it's, I don't know if I were to turn something into Kyle, I'd, it would be like Kyleification, you know, I'd be Kylingifying it. I didn't ever realize it was a Cala and then fornication combo word there. It's silly me. And uh, well, I don't know if I also, like the show. It was also that song. It was, um... You know, there's a, song, there's a song called Californication that predates the show. I, I Dude, basically this main character is like women fall for him. He has sex with all of them. And I don't think there's much more plot than that. I've seen the first two seasons. It's, um, so you're a little ahead of I, me. I'm in the first season. Well, I think in the first season, at the end of the first, oh. I was, <laughs> I was about to be like, well, at the end of the first season, this happens. Then the second season, it's all... And I was about to ruin it, but... Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, keep going. Yeah, it's, it's... At least watch the first season. I thought the first season was pretty good. Does Game of Thrones start in March? That can't be Let, that far let, off let's anymore. Let's check, because that's a good question. Now, February 27th is when House of Cards starts again. Ooh, that's that's getting there. Yeah, and keep in mind, you get all 14 episodes or whatever the hell it is, you know, same day. April 7... Oh, wait, no, that was when it started, the first season. Oh, God, HBO, your website's crap. Let's see here. Episode... Well, people want well, to know about... Game well, it was April 5th last year. Wait, is this season five that's about to start? Season five, episode yeah. one? Is it? Oh, that's April 5th. April 5th. Uh, yeah, here's the... It's already got uh, some information here. The the cast, the... Uh, oh, that's cool. The cast is here. You can look to see if anybody's going to be... As much as we like to poke at Hodor, the fact that he's not in this season at all 
tells me that that guy who controls other animals doesn't like use Hodor as his horse and jump on dragons and shit all the time. <laughs> like, or that guy who I, controls oh. animals must have a bit role because he's with Hodor. I don't know. Maybe he's moving on. Maybe he doesn't need Hodor anymore. Because, you know, he's got that crazy wizard guy. Or maybe he's just not in this season. Hmm. I mean, the, do they not advance his plot line at all for a whole year? I heard someone say the little boy wasn't going to be in this, this season. Huh. He's not here in the cast. He's not in the first episode, I promise you that. Or at least he's not in the listed cast. What do you know? I don't know. Hodor's around doing his DJ thing everywhere. I... Yeah, I, I see that. I don't know why I see that, but I do. It gets tweeted at me, and, and people call him a bitch. And, <laughs> and, they, really, and they really know how to pound a joke like like the deadest of horses. <laughs> I think um, it... Dude, so sometimes someone will make like a video about me or something, and they'll be like, well, Woody will probably never see this. And I'm watching it like, you'd be surprised. You know, a thousand people just told me about it. Or even if it's like six people... I probably catch it. I know Hodor, whatever his real name is, is tired of this bitch thing. That he sees it all the time and that he probably hates us. I hope he doesn't think it's homophobic. Oh, I hadn't even considered that angle. Yeah, he might. I don't know. But it's definitely. I hope he realizes that we think he's just a bitch regardless of what he does sexually. Yeah, I didn't even. <laughs> I knew he was gay. I don't know if we knew he was gay when it started. I did. Oh, maybe we did. I don't remember. Man, he's not a bitch because he's gay. He's a bitch because no. he's a bitch. <laughs> he's a bitch because he said he'd come on, and then he got, like, what, too many tweets requesting that he join the show, and he felt attacked? And they he's were... really not a bitch at all. We're just we're just teasing him because he's kind of a jerk to us, but... but Yeah, that's why he is a bitch. Just keep calling him a bitch. Just he's beat, a bitch. That <laughs> beat that horse to death. <laughs> It looks like the guy, uh, the Red Viper of Dawn's uh, uh, bastard sister slash love interest. She's going to be uh, in the next, in the first episode. Oh, it's I like her. Um, Alexander uh, Siddig. If she's who, who I'm uh, thinking of. Ooh, he's going to be in the show. He plays uh, Doran Martell. He's the uh, the ruling prince. Oh, he's the older brother of uh, the the Viper, the guy who died. Remember? Oh, um, is his old? What do we know about his older brother? He's supposed to be badass. It's Doran Martell. He's the ruling prince of uh, of Dorne, and it's 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 going to be played by the actor Alexander Siddig. Uh, he used to he was in I, I I don't I have to look him up. I'm not sure what else he's been in. I get him confused for the Star Trek guy, but there's another actor. Yeah, he is the Star Trek guy. I just looked it up. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be cool. It's April though. February is going to be House of Cards. It's just as good a show. That should be cool. It's just as good Four a show, months. but because I binge watch it, I feel like it's not as big an event. Like, yeah, when's it when come out? February 26th or something? Is that what you said? 27th. Oh, well, I was close. Yeah, so February 27th, this thing is dropping. I'll be talking about it all the way through, like, what, March 5th? And then it'll just mm -hmm. be a done thing. Like, yeah, I, I finished it. It was good. Yeah. But with Game of Thrones, you know, there's going to be this... All the build-up is just for the first, you know, it's an hour, hour of entertainment and then you wait a week yeah 10 I, episodes it's about three months because they skip some weeks and I, if they wanted to they could monetize that thing in a way that would really they could really milk me to, to pay for that show if they wanted to if they were like say hey, you want the whole season up front 65 dollars join the game of thrones fan club Cha-ching! <laughs> Cha oh. like, let's roll them out everybody come on get in the living room let's go uh, true but it'd also be on pirate bay that day as well Ah, uh, well, it's gonna be anyway. I True. guess you know, it just you know, episode that that's where that's where Chiz watches it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he pays for it. I'm sure he gets it on DVD. Of that course, night. of yeah, course, Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm trying to think of what else is new in my life. Jackie and I are trying to plan for a fence. We can't seem to agree on that. You guys have been on that fence for a while. Mm-hmm. We've been you, on you the need fence. A fencer. You, you need a fencer. You need you need a, a fence building company and them to come out and, and look at what you got and be like, what you need here is a 12-gauge fence. That 10-gauge won't do. Not if you ever want goats. You need <laughs> that guy there uh, to, to let you know what's up. Because for all you know, you're going to install some, like, 
special wire that the soil will react to or something. You, you, I, Jackie's I been talking about like six foot privacy fences. Really? It, it turns your house into a prison when you have like six foot fences. So you can't see in or out. And, and What's wrong with black chain link? I don't think chain link is classy enough. And, and, but to be honest, I like the, um, the, like the, you know, the like split log fences. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. The ones and then where put some like black hog wire on it or something. And like, yeah, that would probably do the trick or maybe the, um, the white horse fence, like the three rail horse fence with the hog wire on it. And that would look yeah. good. Actually, I like that better. The, the three rail, the three rail horse fence with, uh, with the like heavy gauge fencing stuff, those but, it's like a like that comes in squares. But I think that would be expensive. I think you're looking at a really expensive like cost per foot at that rate. You know, maybe maybe ten dollars. We need a fence guy, right? And yeah, then you just like, come out and be like, "So people in your situation do this, or people in your situation do that, or if you want this, that's what it would cost." And then we can make some educated decisions. Yeah, it's you don't want to spend twelve thousand dollars on a fence though. Mm -mm. No, I don't want Ideally. to. We'll see where it goes down. It's uh, figure it all out. Barbed wire is classy. Barbed wire is classy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then another, like the three rail horse fence that I like so much. My lab would easily fit between those, but he's not a big issue. My Danes would easily jump it, and it's like, well, great. Now I've got a worthless fence. You need like an invisible fence. Well, what if you hadn't gotten those goddamn horse dogs? <laughs> Like, you got the hounds of hell over there. Of course they're going to jump it. You're like, yeah, well, we could get the 12-foot fence, but they'll just chew right through it. You know how they are. Like, Jesus Christ. And then I've been like, I'm like, Jackie, what if we got dog runs, right? Like, like picture like a, a really durable clothesline where they can run back and forth. Yeah. And I'm like, hell, we could put like a couple posts in the ground and have them go different areas. Or I don't know. Work it out. She doesn't seem to like that idea. Yeah, I, they should be able to run around. It just it would maybe it's, it's called a dog run. That's what it's called, I think. Maybe the trick, uh, like I I know they're like pretty obedient, but what if you took them to some sort of obedient school where they became like fucking soldier dogs, where the, where when you were like seats, they were like fucking sit, man, fucking sit and don't move. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I consider that they're they're semi obedient now because we had a trainer actually come on site and help train them. We could do that again, but I don't think it would turn him into super dogs. Like, your dog's been, like, really trained, but is he super... Yeah, but... You lose it. You have it. to like reinforce that, and that has to be like a thing. Like, like what the when I bought him, the guy told me like if, if I wanted him to be, you know, like like super trained and like do what he, he he it was the German word for dog kennel. He told me he's like you need to go to the Schlitzen Pound, get yourself a, <laughs> and sign up for the classes, and you gotta take him, and you got you need to go like once a week, and you need to like do this and that. I'm like shit, I don't have time for all that. Right. But mate, it. If those dogs were like fucking soldier dogs, like 100% obedient, and they knew that, like, you don't cross that line, and like, like I've seen dogs that, like, you know, they'll just, if somebody's yelling at them or another dog's barking, they look at the other dog like it's crazy. They're just like, what's your problem? <laughs> Discipline. Like, like it's almost, it almost, it reminds me of the hierarchy that you see in movies like Django when you've got, like, the house Negro who's like, Yes, sir, Mr. Candy. I miss you like I miss a rock in my shoe. And then you got like the the guys who are, like fighting for their lives, like the Mandingos, and they hate those guys. It seems like that. Like like a, like a super well trained dog is like he looks at those other dogs like, what are you doing? Shut up. We got business <sighs> over here. I'm with him. It's uh, I don't know. I I just don't see us having like that. A family environment, I don't think, is conducive to the kind of dog you're describing. Those are working pro dogs, canine unit dogs and stuff. I don't know many. Maybe it's possible. But just like you, I don't want to... F dog training's not my new hobby. I, I got plenty of stuff to work on. Yeah, that seems like a hobby for hope. You can't give other people interests. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> when you I do that, it's a job what about for hope. What about tasks? Yeah, you can give people tasks. Dude, training Hope is harder than dogs. I don't want to do any of this shit. Yeah, but you could pay Hope to train the dogs. Kyle, dog. I'd sooner buy a fence than deal with the bullshit that you're laying out in front of me <laughs> to turn my dogs into super dogs. 
I, I think that would be so cool. I, I'm just imagining like if, if if you like paid Hope fifty dollars a week to take the dogs to the, the training class, and after like six months, she was like the pack leader. And when she walked, they like walked like a foot behind her and like six inches to the left and right, like a, like a flanking her everywhere she went. <laughs> I'm not the slight like the, the guaranteed yeah. failure in fights are, are <laughs> followed. Like that's the path you're describing. And that would and... be so cool if your daughter became some sort of beast master. Like she's not a beast master though. She's not built for that. <laughs> that's at all. what the classes are for. And the bribery. I I just. You know, I, I quickly see this, like, well, Hope has homework or some other priority that I can't argue with. And it's like, fuck all of this fence time. All right. Well, you're going to need one hell of a fence. I, I got to say, like, as I think more and more about this fence, it's a lot of fence. Or, or a, a smaller fence. area. I don't know. See, we're yeah. going to do a pool at some point, I think. So, yeah, that's true. So we need a fence anyway. And Jackie's just kind of like, well, if we put it here, then it would double as the pool fence and stuff. Are you going to do a pool or a lagoon? <laughs> we were thinking pool. Oh, I do you mean moat when what you about, say lagoon? What about a grotto? Something like that. What if, what if like the basement sort of became like part of it, and it was like un, there was like an underground part, like like at the Playboy Mansion, that was like a rock wall and stuff. What the down hell there is and... a grotto? I'm Google image searching grotto. <laughs> it appears to be the word for thumbs up or thank you or something. Mm. Uh, it's yeah. an Italian course. Is there a how do you spell grotto? I don't know how to spell grotto. What's hmm. I thought it, I was thinking of like an under uh, sort of like a uh, like a cave with water where the water went inside of the cave and you like hung out in there. I'm gonna search. All right, here's another spell. Yeah. Aha, G R O T T O. Is it all right? Well, this looks nice. <laughs> Like, and yeah, there's lots of caves involved in this. Yeah, you, can, if, you can do that. You can do that under your house. We should Why have not? like a giant outdoor saltwater reef tank that you can swim in, Ooh. like pool sized. Could and you like, put like tropical fish in there and make like a giant aquarium? Yeah, that you can swim in. Uh huh. Is that, is that your lifelong dream to be scuba <laughs> Steve? To be what to, you said? To, to be scuba Steve and to have your own like giganto aquarium where you can basically like. Like like scuba down, scrub the tank, <laughs> like like your your, your expensive Dude. fish swim around. You're just like thumbs up, buddy. And you sixty five year old retired Woody is gonna like don the Baham the like a volunteer at Baltimore Aquarium wearing nothing but like my speedos, cleaning the side of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of people know about your passion for these fish. I, I don't talk about it much. I haven't done it lately, but yeah, I I've I've been a Aquarium keeper, saltwater reef tank, discus, like the a reef keeper. I've been a reef a keeper. Reef keeper. <laughs> I've been a reef keeper. I didn't know anything about this uh, this side of you until like maybe a year or two ago. And, yeah, and, and yeah, it's it's very interesting. I don't think it's because it's a, it's the sort of hobby that it seems like it takes a lot of like of upkeep and maintenance. Like you have to and, go in there and, like, and there's a lot of research like the the point of like when you keep a fish tank and that's especially true as you go all the way towards the, like the reef side which is like the highest end part of the hobby um you're not just like maintaining a fish you're maintaining an ecosystem like you know, i'm sitting here checking the sand for worm activity because that's like really essential to how it breaks down all this stuff and, and you know i've got a, a, a whole ecosystem that i'm maintaining and um there's a lot to learn to make that go well that's pretty cool yeah it's yeah it's pretty cool i think so, i might yeah. do a pond at the new house a pond like, would be cool too a garden pond with a fountain and stuff out front i think it'd be a pretty neat thing i wish there were cool predatory fish that you could feed things to and just watch them like gobble them up there are lots of cool predatory fish you can feed things to really i mean i like I think that would be cool to like to like throw like goldfish in and like have some fish like gobble it up real quick and just it, like yeah that's Tony. It's funny. Shit. If you want to see a a goldfish get eaten, like you throw a fish in and watch the shark eat it, and it's really anticlimactic. The shark's like barely moving and whatever, and he gets super close to the fish, and then zap, he turns his head and the fish is gone, and you're like, well, I saw it. The same is true with like feeding a turtle or um uh. A piranha. If you ever watch a piranha feed a fish, it's not like a 
really, really cool. But a remora. A remora. That's the fish that, you know, when sharks swim, they have like suction heads and they just sort of yeah. attach themselves to shark bellies. You feed goldfish to a remora and it is a pursuit motherfuckers goes back and forth across the tank it's like 18 trips goldfish hauling ass remora chasing it i don't know what the like he's right behind going 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 same speed high speed chase the shit is insane and uh eventually the remora catches it not it, like that's the most intense fish eating thing i've ever seen well, that sounds kind of sad it's I, always I, I, sad i just I just want to see the gulping. That's what I, I kind of like that, where it's just like, yelp, and, and the fish is gone. Like, I, I don't want to I see I don't it. think so. I think if you saw the remora, you'd be like, that is the coolest thing ever. Well, it doesn't sound like it, does it like suck the fish, fish's insides out? Like, what does it do to the fish? I'm trying to remember. It was the chase that really made a big impact on me. I don't think he ate it slowly. He was just, <laughs> it just took him a while to catch it, and it was incredible. Okay. I'm imagining that scene from Sword in, that Disney film Sword in the Stone where the wizard Merlin turns uh, Arthur into a fish and they're <laughs> swimming around in the, the, the moat down there and the, the barracuda's chasing him. It's awesome. It's awesome. All right. It's, uh, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, feeding a remora is cool. But uh, I don't know if they're super hard to keep or not. I don't know. A pond is not so bad to keep, especially once you get it stable. You know, again, you're maintaining an ecosystem. But if you do that well and you get, like, all the frogs and fish and stuff that you need, then then you're set. And you got to keep a, the birds away. Is there a water source on your place? No. Just, uh, I mean, there's the well, but there isn't, like, a river or anything like that. Which would be nice. wonder how many. Nah. Well, that's, that'll be good then. You, there's a place to put a pond, though, right? Yeah, yeah, the, for sure. There's, um... What was I going to say? There were so many birds in the yard today. There's like a flock of them. Like it, we were driving around in the golf cart and I look over and there's like 75 birds standing on my grass. I was like, what the? Maybe that's just normal. I don't know. But I'm not a... Was the was the blackbirds? Mm-mm. They had red chests, but they weren't cardinals or like orange chests or something. They weren't crows, but they were black, I guess. Just not mm. solid. I don't know what they were. I guess they were like eating seeds or something from the ground. Yeah, maybe so. But, uh, yeah. So, I think that's, is that PKN 21? Yeah, thanks. I think so. I think we got at least an hour or so in here. Very good. All right. Yeah. So, hopefully we can get Merker on these. I know he's been in maybe one or two. Uh, Three, maybe. Yeah. Definitely, definitely two. Yeah. So Merker has asked us under no uncertain terms not to talk about his job at all, but I, I think he wouldn't mind me saying he's looking for a job where he'll be able to do more on PKA. So yeah. hopefully that works itself out. Um, when that happens, then uh, it won't be so difficult to schedule for him anymore. So that'll be great. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, th I think that'll be, that'll be a lot better. It'd be good to get him on these and... Uh... And uh, you know, be more flexible with our our timing in general, and and with trips and stuff. I want to people. I think some people don't realize, but Woody, since Woody's moving house right now, we we can't really do a lot of the cool stuff that we want to do. But I want to go on some trips and do some stuff. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, PKN episode twenty one. Later, Bye, guys. everybody.